Hey, this is David Hayter. You may know me as the screenwriter of films like X-Men, X-Men 2, and Watchmen, but you probably know me best as the voice of Solid Snake from Metal Gear Solid. And you're listening to Hawaii's number one podcast, the Casanova Podcast. Kept you waiting, huh? Aloha and welcome everyone to another episode of Decked Up, a Steam Deck podcast. I'm your host, Mikhail Casanova. We are joined today with the very first guest ever of the show. Big honor, big fan of the one, the only Bill of Nerdness. Bill, how are you doing today? I'm doing awesome, man. How are you doing? How are you doing? Nervous, man. I'm sitting here talking with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh it's funny. I was my wife was uh we we were babysitting my grandson. And uh, we we were on our way home, and she she wanted to stop at the grocery store to pick something up. And uh, I can't stand going into stores, so I just opened up YouTube, and I was like, I gotta find something to watch. And I saw that you were live right then. I was like, I wonder who that is. And I clicked, and you were talking about the Steam Deck, and uh, and I was like, Oh, hey, you know, I I said something in chat, and you were like, Hey, you should come on the show. And I was like, oh, This guy seems pretty <laughs> chill. I think I will. <laughs> I, I was really shocked because I'm like, like I said, I'm a big fan of your, your channel, your content, love your podcast. And it's like, you know, when I saw you in the chat, I had to double take. I was like, wait, is that Bill? I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's definitely an art having you on the show. And it's like, you know, like this, oh, having you as a first guest, like I, I'm, I'm so I need to get over like you know like the 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 the, the just initial shock. I, I'll get through it as we go through this episode. <laughs> but um, definitely great to have you on the show. And it's so much news has dropped today. I know we were talking a little bit about it before we start recording, but uh, okay, so we got the dock. They 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 mm-hmm. they just dropped that. The price is what eighty nine ninety nine US US dollar, and. Yep. Um, yeah, so there's no more queues apparently for Steam Deck. So you you can go ahead and just order today. So all right, let, and let's And you should. <laughs> yes, you should. You you definitely should. You definitely should. So so what are your thoughts as far as like the dock just getting announced like out of the blue? Um honestly, I was I'm not even a little surprised. I have been mm-hmm. talking about this on my channel for a long time and i've said over and over my biggest gripe with the steam deck is that the docked experience was terrible mm-hmm. and then it was 
I don't know, three weeks ago, maybe, or maybe just two weeks ago. They're so fast with their, their beta iterations. Yeah. Uh, they updated the preview channel uh, in order to make it so that you can choose the resolution or and it'll auto scale everything. And the performance, as soon as you plug that in, the performance was, or, or use that channel, uh, the performance was infinitely better. It was a, a much better experience. It felt a lot more like, say, plugging your Nintendo Switch into a TV. It, it was a needed improvement. And yeah. I said, all right, this is on preview right now. I don't know how fast they're going to move, but as soon as this hits stable, they're going to ship the dock. Because I felt like, and I said this many times, that I'm sure that they were dealing with ship uh like shipment constraints and mm -hmm. um like shipping not shipping what's the word i'm like logistics like they were logistics, just running yeah. into logistics issues but also it would have been a really bad look for them to ship the official dock have somebody buy it plug their steam deck in put it on the tv and have it perform the way it was yeah so i knew that as soon as they got the software fixed that we were going to see the dock. In fact, I tweeted that out as soon as they had pushed the software, like because we had a software update last night mm -hmm. that took all of the previous stuff to the stable channel, and I tweeted, uh, I something along the lines of, "I'm calling it now. the do The dock is the the official dock is imminent." Mm -hmm. And then the next day, they announced the the official dock. So it's not super surprising, but it is exciting. Yeah, definitely. And um. Speaking of like the dock, like with the the price, that's something <laughs> like. So when I did my video today, like the comments that they're still flowing in is just it's too expensive. Why is it so? You know, why do you have to pay that much? You can just get the Ivalier or the JSOX dock, and it seems like a lot of people are not realizing that you're paying for the power brick. That, that's really like it's probably the same price as the JSOX, but then you're also adding in the price of the power, which is absolutely you know like a uh, was it sixty five watt? Usually those are twenty to thirty dollars by themselves, right? Is it, it well? I think it's forty five watts. Forty five watts, yeah. But that's beside like numbers, not a big deal. I don't know how much one of those usually costs. Um, I I do agree. You got to realize that you're also paying for the brick. Mm -hmm. But I do think that Valve made a mistake there. They should have said, you can buy the dock for this price, or you can buy the dock and the power brick for this price. And give people options so that there, if there's somebody out there who only wants the dock, like maybe they only have one TV, yeah. in which case, why would you bother plugging in your Steam Deck anywhere else? Mm -hmm. I, I guess I could understand why people might want to take the power brick with them. I'm not one of those. I like I don't bother charging it when I go places, and if I run it out when I go places, then I, I find something else to do. Mm -hmm. But they should have given customers the option to say, you know what, I only want this instead of bundling them together. I think the bundle was a mistake. Yeah, and do you think that, I guess, in the coming weeks or months that they might eventually offer that option? I think they, they definitely, I agree with you, they definitely should. I don't know if they will, because th there could, and listen, I don't know anything about, um, like, supply chain issues and things like that and how you how you market something. I, I don't know if they will, because that adds one more skew mm -hmm. 
-hmm. for them to keep track of like you already have to uh, have a box that you can put the power brick and the dock into right and then suddenly it's not just as simple as saying well just don't put the power brick in there because now you have to have like a separate like assembly like an assembly line that's that like skews off to the side and does does it without the power brick so mm -hmm. maybe they'll do that in the future but maybe there's a reason why because they like have done market research or something and if they know something that we don't i will say that i i don't think it's overpriced for what you're getting but i think that the that forcing people to well i guess you know what they're they're not forcing you because you can just buy a third party one and have it be awesome mm -hmm. no well that's true and i think one of the things that um one of the comments i got one of the people were saying that they don't see the value in the dock because who uses a display port and i, th I thought that was wild because i'm like okay i use all my monitors are display port the only hdmis i use is usually for the steam deck dock that i have or for you know my xbox series x or playstation or the uh switch but beyond that i have so many display port docks so that plus the usb 3.1 the three of them i think that's going to be fairly useful for at least for me yeah I, i'm not super techie i don't know the difference between usb 3.0 and 3.1 um but as far as like display port like you're hooking it up to a computer monitor and what are you then taking the like a, a speaker wire and plugging that into the top of the steam deck at the same time like is that how you're doing it because m i think most people are thinking of the, thinking of this as like this is my console and most tvs don't have um display port most mo like monitors have display ports but most monitors don't have speakers so how are you getting the audio out then uh typically i just um i run the audio into my capture card or to uh my audio interface typically oh okay so that's that's just for this setup for when i'm in the living room or uh Another room I just use just HDMI, but for me personally, I would just want the display port just because I have so many cables for it. So that's what I'm saying. Like for me personally, mm -hmm. it makes more sense. But I can understand like, you know, HDMI. That's that's the more common thing a lot of people are going to be using. Yeah, I mean, it's good that they have both of those on there. I like both of my monitors here have Display Port, but I think like both of the monitors that I have on my desk have one display port and my PC is hooked up to both of those right now. So that like, I don't have a, a way to use display port. And I think most people don't, but that mm -hmm. doesn't mean that they shouldn't put it on there because it's, it's there in case somebody needs it. And I think some, somebody in my comments section said like, cause I said, why would you use display port? And they said, because there's no licensing that goes along with DisplayPort and there is licensing for HDMI. So that's like why it exists. Oh, but okay. yeah, I don't, and maybe they were wrong about that. I'm just telling you what, what some schmo on the internet told me. Um, but I, I really think of this more of a thing that you plug into a TV than a computer monitor, unless you're using the Steam Deck like a desktop computer, in which case, sure hook it up via DisplayPort and then run your audio interface into the thing. I just think that 
like there's I wish that there was an audio port on the back of the the Steam Deck dock because that would make plugging audio things in a little bit well maybe not I don't yeah you know what it would make plugging audio things either and easier because then you could have all that stuff plugged into the dock and then a single wire instead of having to do yeah. uh two wires but I mean listen first world problems right <laughs> And speaking of using the Steam Deck as like a, a full-on computer, I've actually had to do that for the last two and a half weeks. So we recently just we uh, sold our house and we moved into this uh, condo in Waikiki. And so we got here, my desktop and my, my gaming laptop, they both went down. So I had to hmm. take... So interesting thing about Hawaii is... We only have two Best Buys out here. There aren't really mm-hmm. any computer specialty places. Uh, there's like maybe one, and they charge an arm and a leg. So it's like the price of going there, you might as well go to Best Buy anyway. A lot of stuff you can't really ship here. So I was like, okay, let me go to Geek Squad because I can't get what I need to do the repairs myself. Geek Squad. Oh my goodness. So, um, I've had to just use the Steam Deck as a makeshift, like for like uh, documenting and, and writing reviews. Uh, I've occasionally used OBS with it. It's not the greatest, but I'm like, okay, at least I have something, and it it, it does mm-hmm. work, and I I like that. But um, I I think someone said that they want to in my comment section. They said they want to use it like as their only computer for like everything and and. I'm like, I don't know about that. Like, I think it depends on what, what you do. Like, yeah, I mean, I would recommend like if I were to if I were talking to my mom and I said, mom, you want to buy a new computer? Just get an iPad like you'll be fine yeah. with an iPad because of what she does. And if you're doing like the same kind of thing that like my mom does where she's just, you know, going to a website, and checking her email, you know, maybe a couple of shopping, like maybe a little bit of shopping. But you also want to play a few games. I could see the Steam Deck as a viable alternative. Um, it wouldn't be good enough for me, but mm-hmm. for a lot of people, it'd be fine. Like tons of people, their only computing device is their phone. Yeah. So I think that you could probably get by with just a Steam Deck if you wanted to have a device that also played games. Um, but I, I think those people are few and far between. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're definitely not the majority. Um, and it's been, like, the experience has been not terrible. You know, it's just when I need to go into doing more stuff, like if I need to do, uh, well, I mean, thankfully I got my desktop back this past week, but, like, if I need to do, like, video editing or anything like that, I'm just going to my wife's computer and just doing everything there. But, like, there, I mean, there are... Some applications, I think it's called Kaden, which is like a Linux video editing software you can use. And then you can use, uh, what is it, uh, GIMP for like uh, photo editing. I've done that for a couple of my thumbnails in the past week on the Steam Deck. And it's it's relatively okay. I mean, so long as I'm not trying to do th- anything too intensive, it's it's fine. But I think, like you said, like if you're looking for a computing device, I would... Yeah, an iPad. My mom actually is like looking for a computer, and I'm like, just just get an iPad. And she's like, no, I don't want to sp- spend that kind of money. 
she wants to get this uh, cheap Android tablet. And I'm like, you don't even know. <laughs> I'm like, don't do it because you're going to replace it. It's not meant to last. Plus, you don't know how to operate Android. So. I've had my I've had my iPad for I think I got an iPad Pro. Uh it's the one without the without the the home button. Mm-hmm. Uh, 12.9 inch one. I'm not sure how long I've had. I think it's like 4 maybe 5 years at this point and it's still lightning fast at everything that I have to do. So I think I think it's a good computing solution for a lot of people out there, but not for everybody. Yeah. Actually, I think that yeah, it's about four, four or so, almost five years. Just I got because they had the twelve inch and then they dropped the eleven inch around that same mm-hmm. time frame. I have the eleven inch, and every time I look at the newer iPads, I'm like, I don't see a, a need to to update. <laughs> I mean, I want a new one, but I'm not spending money on it because this one still is just fantastic. Yeah. I heard the M1 chip is, or is it M2? I think it's the M2 chip. And the newer one is supposed to be really good and power efficient, but yeah, let's see. <laughs> so, um, as far as the uh, Steam Deck, what, what games have you been playing this week so far? Uh, this week, I've been well because we have um, Steam Next Fest going on right now, so there's a bunch of demos. I downloaded a bunch of demos. Some of them didn't work, and I can't remember which ones they were. It wasn't because it like the demo didn't work, but it's because like. It wasn't designed around, like, it, it wasn't designed for a controller at all. And it wasn't a game that I knew, so I could, like, I was like, I can't be bothered to figure out how to put this in right now. Because I just didn't care enough. Like, if I had bought the game, I would have mm-hmm. said, all right, let's figure out some Steam input settings for this, uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out and try it out. But it was a game that I was like, well, I've never heard of it. I just tried it because it looked cool. And I didn't like the way that that it played, so I ended up just deleting it. But one that really stuck out to me that I've really been having, or, or not been having a lot of fun with, because I've only played a little bit, is Gunbrella, where you are like this this little dude who has a gun that is also an umbrella, and you can use the umbrella to float in any direction that you want, whenever you want, just by hitting the right bumper button. And uh, you can also use the gunbrella the the umbrella part as like a shield. To block like incoming projectiles or bouncing coming projectiles back if you time it right it's a really cool game what have you been playing so um i've been playing persona 5 royal i'm doing the review of that runs beautifully on the steam deck roughly able to get like three and a half hours default settings um yeah. it's it's fun i, I think I, i'm just tired of going through persona like five again because it's like i played it mm. 2017 i played it in 2020 when they re-released it as the royal and it's like okay i'm doing it again because i'm covering for steam deck and for switch uh mm-hmm. so i'm it, it's just more of like a been there done that type of feeling but it runs good so i'm playing that um there's uh solstice i i started playing that and it's kind of like a action and heavy like uh devil may cry type of game uh god of war like i, I really like that so far um and then i'm playing astergios astergios which is like uh kind of like a, a greek type of game so you're playing a female main character uh it's kind of like zelda meets god of war in a way 
I think that's the best oh, that way I can cool. describe it. So it's, it's, that's coming out in a week. Well, for as of this recording, and uh, that's good. And I'm also trying out Solstice, not not Solstice, uh, Moonrider. That's a demo that just dropped yesterday, and it's kind of like Shinobi Three on the Genesis meets Ooh. Mega Man X. It's really good. Moon really. Moon what Raider Moon Rider? I'll send Rider. You, okay, uh, I'll send I'll send it over to you. It's that really caught my attention because I was not expecting that. Like I I I seen trailers of it you know, over the year. But then, like, when they're like, oh, yeah, demo's available now, and I download it, it's really, really good. Like, that one. That's awesome. If you like old school games, uh, I'm a big uh, Sega Genesis nerd. So, yeah. That, that one's oh, really Speaking good. of old school, um, Shovel Knight Dig. I've been playing lots of Shovel Knight Dig. That game's rad. I need to pick that up. I love the, the, the Shovel Knight games. Like, mm-hmm. that. that is something. Um, I feel like that's one of the most successful, I want to say in the last decade, like of a retro game that just really like surprised people. Cause you know, you had a lot of indie style games that were retro inspired, but I feel like that was the one that really caught the mat. that one and then cuphead. And then it just goes from mm-hmm. there. So, yeah. Like, can we get and the Steam Deck is just a fantastic place for indies. It really is. It really is. Which, uh, speaking of which, what what are your thoughts on? Because um, I know you spoke about it previously on one of your episodes of your podcast, but the I've seen this kind of uptick more so lately with Near Automata coming to the Switch. I think it just released today. Um, a lot of people feel that um i guess that it's best to be played on switch and that you know if you play it on the steam deck you're just not going to have any good battery experience and then there seems to be like this switch versus steam deck discourse and i don't understand i i get it but i don't i guess because i'm older and i went through the (laughs) nintendo and, and sega war so it's like you know is it really I don't know. I, I don't understand the switch. Like, okay, they're both portable. Mm-hmm. As soon as you can make an easy comparison between two things, um, especially two things that make really clickable headlines, mm-hmm. you're going to always see writers and YouTubers um, try and include both of those things just for no other reason than SEO. Like, if I make a video about this about the Switch, and I also make a video about the Steam Deck, and they both perform really well, and then I decide, hey, what if I compare these two things because they are both portable things? Mm-hmm. Well, the people who are interested in the Switch and the people who are interested in the Steam Deck are both likely to click on this thing, especially if you are doing like a versus thing, because people are always out there looking for confirmation that whatever choice that they made was the right one. And, you know, you mentioned, you know, Nintendo versus Sega back in the 90s and stuff. Uh, the, the Like the console wars. Like the, 
the theme of my channel is gaming discussion without console wars because I'm not interested in that. I'm interested in the games. Mm -hmm. But that stuff gets clicks, and it gets clicks because people are looking to have their opinion verified by somebody else. Hey, I think this. I'm going to click on this video and get some confirmation bias that says, hey, guess what? You're right. And mm -hmm. so it, it, it behooves writers and YouTubers and all these other people to try and make those comparisons because they're going to get clicked on. Yeah. And then as soon as they start making those comparisons, it kind of pushes the dialogue in that direction. And so then all of the people who are watching or reading these articles or uh, you know watching these videos, they start having that conversation as well, which on YouTube uh makes for more engagement and it mm -hmm. drives up the like it makes the video more likely to perform well so that's the reason that's the reason in my opinion and i'm just some nerd in his attic that's the reason why you see that all the time i even uh, i think it was uh three or four weeks ago i did an episode switch versus steam deck for this specific reason is to talk about why we're always seeing the comparison mm-hmm and the, the the I guess the right answer is why not both? That's where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> like I, so I I I reviewed Near Automata recently, and one of the things so I reviewed it on the Switch, and the only thing I said was that I apparently triggered a lot of. Nintendo Switch super fans and some of the Nintendo Switch YouTubers was that it may not be the most optimal way to play the game performance wise because they're for them converting it from you know the PS4 or Xbox version to the Switch there's a lot of graphic like technical and graphical hiccups that I ran into that are not present on other versions of course they can patch that out but you know, when you can play it, if you're looking for the optimal way, if you want, like, the best graphics and best frames per second, yeah, there are better ways to play it. But if this is your only platform and you want to play it on the Switch, I'm like, there's nothing wrong with that. But just saying that there are other ways to play it or more optimal ways to play it. I was like, yeah, I stepped into that one, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. I, hey, you know what? The, here's the way I look at it. And uh, if you're it, if you're giving your opinion, you're always going to tick somebody off. Yeah. So I really only care about one person's opinion when it comes to what I do. And that's my opinion. And if other people don't like my opinion, they are free to tell me that they don't like my opinion, but I don't care what they think. I like I I might ask what they think, but I, for those people that are like you're wrong and you're a jerk and you know you console wars and tribalism and Sony's the best and Microsoft is like that kind of thing. Those people, as far as I'm concerned, are morons, and I am uninterested in their opinions because they are they they're more interested in supporting a, a company than they are just playing a game yeah and sure maybe 
it, it drives me crazy because maybe a game runs at 800p on, or not 800p, uh, like 1800p on the Xbox, and it runs at 2160p on the PlayStation. And the PlayStation fanboys will, you know, they'll put their arms on their on their sides and they'll be like, see, you guys are all morons. And I'm like, really? Who cares? Just get yeah. over yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, do you want to play the game? And if you're going to play the game, just what kind of control? I look at it as what controller do you want to pick it up and play it with? Or do you want to play with keyboard and mouse? Or do you want to play portably, Switch, Steam Deck, or even... Um, What's the other one? The analog pocket, which I've been. Oh loving. right, I love the analog pocket. That's just I. I don't need it, but I love it. <laughs> and before all of the the Microsoft or the Sony people are like, well, we're not jerks. Guess what? Microsoft people do the same thing. Nintendo people do the same thing. There's Steam Deck people that do the same thing. Yeah. There's every single thing that there is. There are people out there pledging undying fealty to it. And I don't understand that. <laughs> Companies don't care one way or another. <laughs> right. Um, so speaking of uh, speaking of that, uh, what are your thoughts on um, the, let's see, what, what is it? I had a question. Actually, no, skip that. There's a question. Let me go ahead and just get to that. So we had a question. Uh, I put a poll up on my YouTube channels and uh, let people know I was going to be having you on the show. So BT Maverick 707 asked, he said, hey, Bill and Mikhail, this is like seeing my two good friends finally get to hang out. My question is, what kind of flat packs or apps would you guys like to eventually see come to Steam Decks in the near future? Hmm. I'm the wrong person to ask about that. Like, I have... I have retro deck and that's the, like, I think that that flat pack I installed just to see if it was easier than MU deck or different, like wildly different than MU deck. Mm -hmm. And before everybody gets mad at me and says like retro deck is better or MU deck is better. Go back five minutes and remember that I don't have allegiance to one or the other. And <laughs> maybe you shouldn't either. Um, they both have their applications and that's fine. Uh, I currently have Retro Deck. I don't see how it's better than MU Deck. I don't see how MU Deck is better than Retro Deck, but I can't be bothered to switch everything back over, so I'm just going to leave it the way it is and play retro games. Um, what flat packs would I like to see? Like what software? I think you're asking the wrong guy because I I only go to gaming or to desktop mode if I have to. Yeah. I don't go to desktop mode for anything. Not because I think it's bad. I don't have anything against Linux. I don't know Linux. I'm a, I'm a Mac guy. Like that's where I do all of my stuff. Uh, Mac and Windows. That's what I use. I don't use Linux, so I don't I don't have a good answer. Are you a Linux guy? I'm familiar with it. I had well, I think I'm more familiar with it because I used it for like three weeks straight. But uh, no, I'm oh, I'm right. more I'm I'm uh, I'm a PC PC and Mac guy because I float between the two of those usually. But uh, Linux, I I've dabbled here and there, but I'm not the most technical when it comes to Linux. So uh, I think for me, 
think I really have an answer for that question either because, yeah, I don't. The only time I go to a desktop is when I need to get a new Proton from QT Proton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, listen, Glorious Eggroll, find a way for us to do this in in uh, gaming mode, please. Uh, yeah. But I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Maverick an answer. Okay, yeah. here's my answer. I want the content creation software that I use on Windows and Mac. I want to see a flat pack for Affinity Designer, Affinity Photo. Those are my uh, photo editing stuff that I use. I would like to see a Rode Connect um, flat pack so that I, if I wanted to, I could hook my Rodecaster Pro 2 and have my Steam Deck be my podcasting machine. Um, so I, it's kind of a cop-out because even if those things existed, I wouldn't bother. But it would be awesome for people who really want Linux stuff, and I, I want more people to have access to the things that they want to have access to. So give us all the flat packs. <laughs> No, I mean that. That's, yeah. If we can have higher compatibility with stuff and just make it, if we could just access things from just gaming mode, you know, I I would be fine with that. But half the times, and I know it's like since the recent update, it hasn't been as much of an issue. But before, when I would go to desktop mode, half the times the trackpads would stop working, you know. <laughs> Like yeah, um, that would happen until Steam started. As soon as Steam started, then it would work because Steam right. is the thing that's that Steam input is the thing that lets you control it, and that was frustrating. Like you'd switch into desktop mode, and you're like, my trackpad isn't working yet, and then you gotta wait and wait, try it again. Nope, not yet. Wait, wait, and then boom, it starts, and then you're ah, there we go. Now it works. So yeah, if they can just make that make the store available or certain things like. It just get QT Proton to just run in game mode, so I don't have to go to desktop. I'd be be happy because I I spent a lot of time within the last eighteen hours and trying to find a Proton that would work for the Street Fighter Six beta. None of them mm. do. That does not oh. run at all. Damn. on the Steam Deck. Have you tried? I haven't even tried this. Like maybe we're complaining over nothing. Have you tried? Adding Proton QT to Steam so that you can just launch it from from gaming mode. I have yet to try that. People are probably have already commented a thousand times. Hey, <laughs> try this, you dummies. Have you tried that? I haven't tried no, it. No. Okay. I, I probably we're probably should. we're probably <laughs> wrong. It's probably an easy solution, and it just never occurred to me until right now, this moment. <laughs> Yeah, like I, I was, I was trying to get She uh, Fire Six to be because I think that goes live in about six or seven hours, and um, yeah, I, I had other other content creators. They're like, "Hey, were you able to get it to work on Steam Deck?" I'm like, "No, no, mm. no, no." Come on, Capcom! I, I'm excited for that game because it's it looks. Really I was. Good. It looks really good. And the and boy, this is gonna make some people real mad. I'm excited it. that they have the the dummy controls, like the smash like controls mm -hmm. for this game. Because when I, I like I remember playing Street Fighter II in the arcade back in the day, like you know, back in the nineties. And it was cool. And I had time to throw a bunch of quarters in there and I could get good at the 
quarter circle forward, uh, heavy puncher, whatever the heck they called it. I, I was fine with that. But as I got older, I just I can't put in the time in order to get good at the the dexterity manipulation of the controls. And I mm-hmm. prefer to just have it come down to understanding, you know, good good spacing and knowing how far your character can reach when you do a certain ability instead of who's better at, you know, the forward and then down quarter circle forward thing. Like all that stuff. I've always been bad at that. So that's I I like that and that's why I'm interested in Street Fighter 6. I didn't play Street Fighter 5 or 4 or 3 cuz I just couldn't be bothered to learn how those control. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's been like an ongoing conversation like I guess with fighting game purists they're their thing is simple controls ruin fighting game and i'm like why should that ruin a game if you're good at it you should be able to adjust on the fly like it, you shouldn't be bothered. yeah if they're good at it they should be able to smoke me because i'm no good <laughs> right so it's like it, it, it shouldn't matter because one of the things that and i feel like there's kind of this disconnect with not only fighting games but like a lot of genres are getting better with like simplified controls you kind of well not kind of you want more people playing your game because Mm -hmm. it's nice having a fandom it's nice having those who always come through but you don't want to just stay where you are you want to expand you want more people it's like you know i've given the example um say like what 15 years ago i was a store manager retail and one of the things that i was taught then is yeah you're gonna have the customers that always come through but the whole point of having signs outside and sales and stuff is drawing new people you always Mm want to get new people coming in and so it's just that concept seems to be lost on a lot of people like a you know like a new new entry of a game comes out, and it's it's oh, what's it? Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles Three. Like I'm I'm a big fan of the Zeno franchise. I've been there since Zeno Gears in '98, and I'm not the biggest fan of Xenoblade. I like it, but I understand that they're not diving into like the philosophy, the religion, the politics that they did in the earlier games, because that can go over a lot of people's head. Like let's just make let's make it simpler. So while I enjoy it, it's not as deep and profound. Like, oh, I, I don't, there's not, this mean Friedrich Nietzsche references in this. And it's not all that. But more people are playing it, which means there might be interest in going back to the older style. You know, so it's, I don't mind simplification of controls and controls and, and drawing in new people when it comes to games, I think a lot of the hardcore just don't see that a game, the sustainability of a game is not going to stick with just you. Well, I also think that one of the big flaws that people have Mm -hmm. is that they really have trouble. They really struggle to look at something from outside of their perspective. And their perspective is I've been playing street fighter, whatever, for however long and this is the way it's always been so it should stay that way because that's what i like 
And I totally get what they're saying, but they're not taking those controls away from you. They're just giving other people another option. Yeah. You know, that's like, I don't know. <laughs> I I don't I don't want to talk about what it's like. It doesn't matter what it's like. It's just for me, I think it's goofy. And uh, people can be mad at me if they want. Uh, but guess what? There's going to be people um, who, if they get it running on the Steam Deck, there's going to be people who would just customize Steam input in order to do a quarter circle forward heavy punch automatically with a single press of a button anyway. And what are you going to do about that? Why? How about Capcom just takes care of it for us and puts everybody on level playing field? Uh, so <laughs> I got two 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 final questions uh, for you before we uh, we head on out, and uh, one of them is with Steam Deck now not only selling over a million units but also getting into the Asian market. Where do you see it going from from there? Because a lot of people assume that it wasn't well. phrase that better there was a vocal minority that thought that the steam deck was going to be another flop in the handheld pc gaming space so i don't know how you would i don't know how you can define whether or not it's succeeded or flopped here's the thing about the steam deck that is wildly different than all of the other consoles that 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 uh whether they succeed or flop Mm -hmm. and the the point the, the difference is if you got one and nobody else got one doesn't do anything for you like there's no difference because the games are all already there it doesn't need tons of people i mean it help it, it's definitely good that tons of people are buying it because that means devs will target the steam deck in order to make sure that uh their games run well mm -hmm. but you don't need them to do that. You can, you know, finesse your settings, mess around with the TDP in order to get, you know, just the right mix of graphical fidelity and frame rate for you because you have those options because it is a PC. Mm -hmm. So even if it did flop, I was like, I got to buy one of these because it's going to be great for me whether or not other people buy it. Now, it turns out that it's doing really well. And some people might say, well, a million, how, like, is that really successful? Well, I mean, they were selling them as fast as they could make them. Like, that's the thing is they could not, they couldn't meet demand until today. As we record this, we're recording this uh, October 6th at like 5.30 p.m. for me. Um, they, could, they couldn't meet that, that demand until today. And I suspect that... Once this thing gets into stores, mm -hmm. it is going to take off like a rocket because people are going to, uh, boy, if Valve is smart, they'll do that thing where they've got a Steam Deck and, uh, you know, like it's got like that giant clamp on there where you go into Best Buy and there's a Nintendo Switch there. They better, they, they need to have a Steam Deck there for people to try out because when people try it out and they're like, oh, well, this is really cool. And then they try out, um, what's the what's the new game that just came out um, on the Steam Deck? The Valve game. Oh, At, oh, oh. Um, uh, Aperture Desk Job. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
and they try out Aperture Desk Job, that's the perfect store demo. It's perfect mm -hmm. for it. You just walk in, you try that out. You got this guy talking to you about using the moving the table around and using the gyros or the thumb the the track pads in order to move these little balls around on screen. It's a really cool tech demo that is going to sell Steam Decks like crazy. And they've already announced that they're going to try and get into stores over in in uh, the Asian markets once they like once they meet uh, meet their demand out there. I'm sure that they're going to do it here, and I'm sure that they are working with, you know, the big box stores like Best Buy and Walmart and Target and all those in order to get shelf space for this thing, especially now that they've proven that it's it's a hit. Yeah. So I think, what do I think is coming for it? I think we're going to be seeing, seeing Steam Decks for a long time, and it's really exciting. Yeah, like I, I, I when I saw, like, Square Enix, when they were... I think when uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake came to Steam and they mm -hmm. were showcasing it, the first thing they showed was like it running on Steam Deck. I'm like, you know, the, the game industry has been tracking this. Like, okay, now we can push stuff to this dedicated device and that's going to open up a lot of opportunities there. And I know um, this is kind of an adjacent topic, but I know like there are other devices like the IDEO devices and the uh, AOK Zoe and such. And one thing that I've said, I'm not sure if you have the same opinion, but I, I know people compare those because you know, people like comparing things. I think the difference, even if those devices are capable of being more powerful, yeah, they've got windows and such. The thing is, you're going to see the reason you're seeing so many of those pushed out is because they're selling the hardware. They've got to constantly sell the hardware. Valve, I mean, they're making what the Steam Deck had a loss to fit for all intents and purposes. Well, we don't know. I suspect they're selling the Steam Deck. It, at least the bottom tier, I think yeah. that they're selling that at a loss. At at least that one. Probably others as well. Yeah. But we don't know for sure. Yeah. But they're making up, I mean, you get the device, you're buying games off the of Steam. Mm -hmm. There's constant Steam sales, so they've got a constant uh, fluctuation of revenue. So that's the the biggest thing. Like, yeah, I've, I've seen these other devices. They've piqued some curiosity, but I look at the price of that, and I'm like, man, I could <laughs> just get a Steam Deck. But the price, like, even the highest-tier Steam Deck is still cheaper than a lot of these other devices. Like, the AOKs. AOK Zoe and um, I think there's another one that got announced and I is always introducing a, no, a new device every three to four months. <laughs> I've never seen a company cannibalize their own market more than I and Neo. It is, it's just crazy. They're like, I, I think I saw one of those. It was like a meme. I, I can't, I don't remember which meme it was, but it was like, there was the I and Neo and then there was some somebody pointing a gun at the thing that was the Ion Neo, and it was the Ion Neo next. And then there was somebody who was like doing a sniper shot of those two, and it was like the Ion Neo next Pro Max, whatever. And it was like like they just kept going. Like yeah. these guys, they keep eating into their own market, but but they also like the their target is like we want to sell a really powerful system. Yeah. 
And so they keep making the next thing. That's the thing about the PC gaming market is that there's always upgrades. It's very different than the console market where it's like, here's your thing. And this is the thing that you have for seven years. And oh, seven years is up. Here's the new thing. The PC gaming market is way different than that. And that's where I think like a lot of these other ones, especially like I and Neo, I think they're trying to to kind of hit that model. Mm-hmm. But their margins have got to be so razor thin that unless like I don't I don't know anybody that can do what Valve is doing right now. Selling this device for four hundred dollars is bananas, especially yeah. when you look at the idea like you get an OLED switch for three hundred and fifty. Like that's only fifty dollars cheaper, and the the Steam Deck can do a whole lot more. It doesn't have that pretty OLED screen, but the Steam Deck can do more. Oh, oh, watch out! All the Nintendo <laughs> fans are going to be mad at me. That's okay. Hey, I did a Nintendo podcast for like five years. People, don't don't get mad at me. I like Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, um, one of the one of the last things I wanted to bring up about that, since we mentioned Nintendo, is I honestly think. Nintendo can learn a lot from the Steam Deck as far as like the architecture of the hardware. Because I think whatever they make next, yeah, it'll be more powerful than the current Switch. But I think with how the Steam Deck is able to run majority of AAA games, even if it's at medium or low settings, that's something Nintendo can look at and be like, hey, you know, this is something we can implement because, you know, Nintendo, Sony, Microsoft, they implement things from each other all the time. That's just how that market goes. But I think the next device they make, I don't know if it's going to be a Switch or a Switch 2. I, I do think it's time for an upgrade. Yeah, I mean, look, the Switch launched six years ago, which is bananas to say. Um, and when it launched, it was already dated hardware. Yeah, that's something that that Nintendo has always done. Like, there's a quote from Gunpei Yokoi, who's the guy who invented like the D pad, mm-hmm. um, it, where he said Nintendo's and I'm butchering this terribly, but <laughs> Nintendo's like philosophy is take old stuff and use it in new ways. Like mm-hmm. that's what Nintendo has always really done like should they mimic what the steam deck like the the architecture of the steam deck i don't know i think that they'll probably stick with nvidia um nvidia is the one that makes makes the the tegra chip and we had the tegra 2 chip like i can't remember which chip they're using but whatever chip that nintendo is using from nvidia a tegra something mm-hmm. um the next version was like leaked a while ago and we still don't see that. And I think, and I could be wrong, that the OLED switch was supposed to be the next switch. But because computer hardware was just so impossible to get a hold of, Nintendo said, you know what? Screw it. We'll just stick with the same thing because we are doing so well. Uh, I think they've, they're, it, they're on their way to be the most like the best selling console of all time. I think eventually they're going to pass the PS2. Yeah. with the Switch. Should they update? Yes, they should. Will they? I think so. Um will they do 12 things awesome and in th- five things terribly? Yep. 
that's exactly what Nintendo does every time, and I love them for it. (laughs) (laughs) Especially when we're seeing, like, a lot of games that are coming out, they're AAA'd, cloud version so we got what resident evil 2 remake 3 remake Mm -hmm. 7 and village they're all cloud versions on the switch uh uh what was the other game uh control was a cloud version and even kingdom hearts which that one kind of surprised me a little bit you couldn't get well kingdom hearts 3 makes sense that that would be a cloud version but the first two two? i think that was just square being lazy (laughs) (laughs) square was like well we already got this one cloud version let's just put them all in there and then we don't have to do it all yeah hey i'm a fan of cloud gaming like i had a podcast about stadia like i've got a stadia controller here i i have a 3080 tier for uh for GeForce Now, I have a Luna controller somewhere in here. I'm a fan of cloud gaming. It's terrible on the Switch because the Switch has, like, it, it's a handheld and the the Wi-Fi uh, in, in the Switch is just kind of not great. So, like, I tried playing Control on the Switch because they had the demo. And it just didn't. It just didn't run very well, especially like there was very, very laggy, I felt. So if Nintendo is looking to, and I don't think that they are, but if Nintendo is looking for the cloud to save them, I don't think a portable system is really the way to go, which is why when we just saw, do you know, what's the name of the one that just got announced, the Logitech one? Oh, the G Cloud. Yeah, the G Cloud. I think that that's a terrible device. I, not because I think cloud gaming is bad, but I like it's too expensive. It needs to be a whole lot cheaper if it's just going to be a cloud device, in my opinion. But hey, nerd in an attic. That's what I say. <laughs> All right. Uh, with that being said, anything you want to leave the audience with before we go? Any final thoughts, rants? The floor is yours. Oh, okay. Um, this has nothing to do with the Steam Deck. I just saw the 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 trailer for the Mario movie, and... I'm here for it. I think that Jack Black as the as Bowser is fantastic casting. Well, the whole cast has unbelievably great comedy chops. And then there's Chris Pratt as Mario. And when we heard his voice, I was like, that's fine. It doesn't bother me even a little. And uh, I, I'm looking forward to that movie now. Uh, did you see the trailer? Yeah, I, I thought it was really good. And it's I've seen some people complain about it, but for the most part, when I saw it, I was watching it with my kids and I was like, this works. You know, it it was like seeing the second Sonic trailer before we got, you know, when they got rid of ugly Sonic. (laughs) (laughs) Ugly Sonic. Yeah, I feel like, um, boy, like when everybody was like, they should have just had Charles Martinet. I don't think people understand how irritating, not that Charles Martinet's voice is irritating, Charles Martinet's Mario voice is great when he goes wahoo. Mm-hmm. But for an extended period of time where he's like speaking a paragraph, I don't want to he- I don't want to hear his voice do that. Like that would be really grating. Yeah. And uh so I was glad I-, I was very skeptical when they said Chris Pratt. I was like, oh what? What are- what are they doing? But then they said the rest of the cast, and I was like, oh, this is a comedy. <laughs> All right. You sold me. And I watched the trailer today, and I think it's great. Definitely. All right. And uh, with that being said, tell people where they can find you. Anything you're working on lately? 
promote plug uh, and everything <laughs> Yeah, so I've got a I've got a lot of projects, a lot of pans in the fire. You can find my YouTube channel over at nerdnest.tv or youtube.com slash nerdnest. Uh, if you want to check out a podcast all about PC gaming and the Steam Deck, I've got On Deck. And uh, I also have a podcast. It's a almost daily micro podcast about the video game industry where I take a topic each day and talk about it for hopefully less than 10 minutes. And that is called Games with Bill. And then finally, if you want to check out uh, an older show that I have, it's got like 50 episodes banked in it where I find people and talk to them about some of their favorite games. Like I had the creator of Diablo, David Brevik, on the show, and we talked about his how he met his wife in EverQuest. Uh, I had Jeff Kanata from the Totally Rad show on, and we talked about growing up as nerds. Uh, loving video games and stuff like that. And that, that show is called 143 Pixels. If you look for the podcasts on deck, 143 Pixels and Games with Bill, wherever you get your podcasts, you'll see my stupid face and you can check it out there. You know, now that you said that, I want to see a podcast with you and Ashley Edward Miller, the guy who created uh, uh, Dota Dragon's Blood on Netflix. He's a big Oh, gamer. I don't know anything about that. Like he's a big gamer. Uh, he he wrote the first Thor. Thor first, Ragnarok? No, or not first, not Thor Ragnarok? Thor like I thought that was um, Kenneth Branagh. Maybe he just directed it. I don't know. So that he yeah because he he wrote it, and um, I think you two would have a lot of fun. I actually just I just did a podcast with him not long ago, so he's definitely super chill. Cool. Very cool. Well, hey, man, thank you so much for having me on. This was really fun. So, man, thank you. I'd love to have you on again uh, anytime you're available. And, yeah, this is fun. So if you guys enjoyed this episode, make sure you go and uh, if you're watching it on YouTube, like, comment, sub, all that good stuff that, you know, YouTube wants you to do. If you're listening to it on podcasts, uh, it's on all podcasting outlets. But if you're on Apple or Spotify, hey, leave a like, share it around, you know, leave a comment, all that good stuff. And uh, make sure you follow our guests. I have links to all of Bill's stuff down below in the description. And with that being said, we're signing out. We hope you have a great and aloha rest of your day. Mahalo.